0: Hello my beautiful friends and welcome back to the Claim Your Power podcast, the ultimate show for all things spirituality, self-love, and personal development. I'm your host Kim Peretz. I'm a two-time author, content creator, yoga teacher, and entrepreneur. You are at the right place if you're ready to tap into your gifts, unleash your potential, and become your higher self. It's time to claim your power. Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm very excited to kick off today's episode because today's topic is a spicy one, okay? We're going to get, it's getting a little juicy. I'm getting down to it. I'm excited to talk about it. And I just want to remind you that on May 13th, I am hosting my exclusive Heal Your Heart Masterclass. This is a masterclass that's meant for the woman that is ready to heal her heart, open up, tap into her self-love, reclaim her power, reignite her sisterhood, all of these amazing things that are really, you're gonna come out of this masterclass a completely transformed and different person. So if this is something that you feel called to, that your soul is craving, I hope you make it. Tickets are in my stand store, and I will link them in the episode notes as well. And without further ado, let's get into the episode. So today we're gonna be talking about the energy of being hard to get, versus playing hard to get because I think a lot of us really confuse the two I have to be honest that there is such a big difference between somebody who is truly embodied in their power and knows that they are hard to get and knows that they are worthy of something incredible versus somebody who is just playing the game somebody who's a little desperate who's insecure who's constantly seeking that external validation from others so today we're going to talk about the really big difference between the two and if you're somebody who's in that energy of oh I'm I'm playing hard to get, I'm constantly seeking that attention from others, how can you step more into being hard to get and actually being embodied in your power? Somebody who feels the need to play hard to get is somebody who's actually incredibly deeply rooted in insecurity. It is someone who is coming from a very desperate place in their life because when you feel the need to constantly play this game this hot and cold, to constantly chase after the validation, the dopamine hit from somebody, you're actually not embodied in who you truly are and in your self-confidence. And let me give you like a really, really good example of how this plays out for a lot of people is let's say you like a guy or you like a girl. Girl and you're texting them, they haven't responded to you for like five hours. So then you finally get a text back and then in your head and in your mind, you're like, okay, they didn't respond to me for five hours. I'll show them. I'll play the game. I'll play hard to get. And then you don't respond to them for like seven, eight hours that's not actually embodied in your power, babe. That's actually you just being so caught up in what is and not present in your actual life and who you are that you just feel the need to play this weird, stupid, waste of a time, lousy game with somebody instead of actually putting your energy where it belongs, into yourself. And that's the big difference. Is somebody who's actually hard to get, who's embodied in that energy of being hard to get, does a couple things. It's somebody who's very rooted in themselves and who they are. They are centered. They know who they are. They know what their life is about. They know what their goals are, their dreams. And they're committed to that, regardless of another person. That's someone who's hard to get. Another thing is someone who is completely immersed in their own life. So being hard to get It's not about everyone saying, oh my god, she's so hot, she's hard to get. Or he's so sexy, he's hard to get. Like every girl wants him, every guy wants her, she's so hard to get. It's not about that. Being hard to get is genuinely being so committed to your life that you are unfazed and unattached to things that do not serve you anymore. So when somebody walks into your life, you're not going to suddenly flip up your entire life upside down and you're not going to be so easily shaken. You're going to be rooted and centered in who you are in your life. You're going to be so committed to who you are in your own personal growth that when somebody walks in and out of your life, you're not going to let it deter your growth or bring you down and stoop you to such a low level. So the way this plays out is you have to be so rooted in your life And creating a life for yourself that you genuinely love, that you genuinely look forward to waking up to, that you're not phased whether or not somebody walks in and out of your life. If you are living for other people, if you're living for other people's validation for their approval, or the worst, if you're living to be chosen and seen by somebody else, the truth is, you're not actually living. You're not living, you're being a fucking person people pleaser and you guys know how I feel about people pleasers because I used to be the worst people pleaser in the world so I always tell you guys being a people pleaser will never ever ever serve you in any positive way it will only stump your growth it'll only make you miserable and will slowly and slowly make you literally hate everyone around you because you're constantly putting yourself last and giving everything to everyone and leaving nothing for yourself so that's the first thing about being hard to get is you're not a people pleaser. You're not constantly trying to win another person's approval. You're not trying to be chosen. You don't compete for attention. You know who the fuck you are and that's it. You do not need to prove yourself. You do not need to be chased or chosen. You do not need somebody else to tell you that you are the only one. You just know that. You know that you are the only one. You know that you are so amazing and that you deserve the world and that's it. That's being hard to get. Another thing about being hard to get is being so rooted in your own self love that you do not easily give your love away to anyone. So that's the big difference, I think, with somebody who plays hard to get is they're just playing a game, but then once they like win the game, they got the person, they got the boyfriend, they got the girlfriend, they just stop. They're not actually embodied in the self-worth, self-love aspect of it. They were just playing a lousy game versus the person who's actually hard to get is somebody who knows that they have so much to offer to the world, is somebody who knows that their love is pure, that they have so much goodness and joy and happiness to bring to the people around them, that their presence is a radiant joy and that not everybody deserves access to it. So they also know that their heart is not something that they give to other people so easily. It is something that builds up over time through trust and loyalty and compassion and commitment. That is someone who's hard to get. And that's why they're hard to get it's because they're not giving away everything to everyone wide array. They're kind of, you know, spectating their territory, they're seeing who they are, they're staying committed to their life, to their goals, to their habits, to their dreams, and they're slowly moving through the pace of life. So they're not constantly giving up everything that they are proud of or everything that they love about their life for other people. That's the big difference. Somebody who plays hard to get is somebody who constantly feels the need to be chosen, is desperate, they're insecure, they feel the need to be seen. And I have to say that I used to be that person for a very long time in my life. For a very long time, I used to be the person who would strive for validation, who would strive for approval. I was constantly chasing guys. I always found myself in situations where like the guy that I liked, for instance, was emotionally unavailable or he wasn't over his ex or that he liked somebody else and that And I constantly felt like I needed to compete for another person's attention and to be chosen. And the reason that I was feeling that way is because first of all, I was playing this lousy game of like, oh, I'm so high value, I'm hard to get, but I didn't actually feel like that. I was just lying to myself. It was just this illusion that I constantly felt like I needed to be like that so that I would get the approval of somebody else. And the second flaw that I was doing is because I was constantly trying to get somebody else to choose me instead of just choosing my fucking self. Like I was trying to get everybody else to choose me, but I wasn't choosing myself. And when you actually start choosing yourself, you realize that the game is not fun to play anymore. And the only thing that's actually fun is playing the game of loving yourself and choosing yourself and finding that inner peace. That's the only thing. And that's what brings me the most fulfillment now in my life is knowing that I choose myself every single day no matter what. No matter if another man sees me, a friend sees me, an opportunity sees me, a mentor sees me, whatever, I know that I see me and I choose me and that's enough and that. By nature, makes me hard to get because I'm not so easily attainable because I don't need the validation of other people to make me feel good about myself. And that's the most attractive and radiant and gravitating type of people is the people who do not need the approval of others to feel good about themselves. They just walk around knowing that they're inherently good, that they're inherently worthy, that they're beautiful, they're confident, they're amazing, and they feel fucking good no matter what. They do not need their surroundings to reflect that to them so that they feel good. They feel good and then naturally their surroundings. Surroundings reflected to them. So I'm going to give you three tips that I suggest you start doing to actually change your life and it's going to take you from being in this energy of people pleasing and playing this weird lousy game of proving yourself to others and to actually stepping into this energy of self-love, self-value and being this hard to get unattainable person naturally because you love yourself. First tip is practice non-attachment. People walk into your life, they're not necessarily your soulmate. They're not necessarily your next boyfriend or girlfriend. They're not necessarily your best friend. And I'm not saying be pessimistic. That's actually the opposite of what I'm saying. I'm saying be neutral. Because I think the reason so many of us like build up our egos and like find all this like you know, dopamine hit from things in our life is because we built up these scenarios that aren't necessarily true or aren't necessarily what our soul or the universe wants for us. And then we get disappointed. But when you have no expectations from something or someone, you can't get disappointed because you don't have any expectations. You're just neutral. And that's why I think non-attachment is such a powerful thing that you can start practicing. When somebody walks into your life, you don't need to necessarily look at them and think, oh my God, I have to prove myself to them. They need to see me. They need to love me, da, da, da. You can just be like, oh, hi. Hi. Nice to meet you and genuinely get to know the person with that attachment to them. Even if you never see them again, non-attachment, thank you for you know this connection, this energy exchange that you had. Thank you, feel that and be so rooted in who you are that you don't feel the attachment to how things should be and just experience how things are actually happening for you. Because a lot of the time, things don't work out the way you envision them for you, but they work out the way that you needed them to. And a lot of that, stems from the fact that you don't actually know what's good for you. Your higher self does and the universe does. So sometimes we think that we know what's best for us or we think that that person's our soulmate and we think that we're supposed to live there or start that opportunity or start that job, but the universe is like, "Uh uh-uh. We have something way better for you in the corner that you haven't even thought of. So when you start practicing non-attachment, you start actually reading this energy of like, I'm hard to fucking get because not every single person that walks into my life, I'm suddenly attached to and give away all my love, energy, and time to. It builds over time. You have to have a deep sense of self-respect, and we have to say it. Like I have to tell you this: if you do not respect yourself, nobody is going to respect you. Like blank slate, nobody's going to respect you if you have a lack of self-respect for yourself. And. Where self-respect stems from, it generally always connects to being in this energy of hard to get because when you respect yourself, you know that your time and energy and love and all that you have to give out to the world is valuable and you do not just easily give that away and confiscate your boundaries and time for every single person that walks into your life. They have to, in a way, prove themselves and it's not like you're looking at a person and dissecting them and be like, are you good enough? Are you good enough for me? Like, no. No but you have to build connections with people from a place of non-attachment, from a place of self-love, not from a place of desperation. So when you meet people, people that you like romantically or friends, you need to know who you are and do not lose a sense of yourself for other people. You need to remain so rooted in who you are that it inspires other people to be themselves too. Second tip that I have to give you is stop overanalyzing analyzing every little situation in your life. Especially if you're someone with anxious attachment style, I really recommend listening to my anxious attachment style episode on the podcast. I think it's gonna really empower you. But if you're somebody who constantly overthinks and overanalyzes every single situation or text message or interaction with somebody in your life, you have got to become aware of that habit and tone it down every single time you do it. So it's not easy right away, but you have to become conscious of it and then consciously choose to respond to the situation differently. Because for instance, in my life, I used to be somebody who would like overanalyze every single text message, every single thing with my crush or with somebody that I liked. I would overthink the entire thing. And it's just not healthy. It doesn't serve you. And at the end of the day, it actually blocks you from receiving all the good in your life because your mind stems from a place of fear a lot of the time. And then it trips you out and it makes up all these scenarios and things in your head that just aren't true. And you have to stop believing that monkey mind chatter and be rooted in your centeredness. So another recommendation I have is like when you feel like that, when you feel like all these overthinking and people Please can come up, find a meditative practice for five minutes. Whether it's drilling it all down, meditating like mindfulness outside, doing yoga tarot reading, whatever it is, find this practice that helps you root back into yourself and remember who you are instead of losing yourself in the whirlwind of like, what is going to happen? How does this person see me? How do they view me? And instead focus on how you view yourself. And the third tip that I have for you is find habits, goals, and dreams, and passions that you can pour into your life so that you are busy doing the things that you love within yourself. So if you're somebody who constantly has all this free time to spend on TikTok, scrolling your phone, overthinking, you know, doing things that aren't actually bringing you any good or inspiration into your life, get some hobbies, establish some new habits, find things that bring you joy, volunteer, go on a walk, start going to the gym, writing, reading, cooking, knitting I don't know whatever it is there are literally thousands of hobbies that you can pick up in the world find some things that genuinely bring up the passion in you and spend your majority of your time doing that that is the reason so many people are unhappy is because they lack passion in their life and when you reinstill passion in your life you really instill passion in everything So the way that I'm saying this is, like, if you reinstill passion, like, in your writing, like, you're a big writer, and you used to love writing, but you stopped writing when you were older because, like, you just disconnected from that passion, but then you reinstill that you started writing poetry again in your journal every day, da-da-da, you're not only reinstilling passion in that area of your life, you're reinstilling your sense of passion in everything. And so that passion also will manifest in your friendships, and your relationships, and your career. And so finding things that you're passionate about and pouring your energy into that place is so, so powerful because then you are so committed to those parts of you and not into just like overanalyzing everything in your life. And people who are passionate are the most interesting and attractive types of people because if you ever talk to someone who's just like so bored out of their mind and just so uninspired, it's like not fun to talk to them. They're desperate, they're annoying, they're insecure and it's not fun because they feel it feels like they're bringing you down a vibration as well. But the opposite goes to the person who's passionate and inspired and creative and loves their life and is rooted in the who they are it is so fun to talk to them and it's so fascinating it brings up so much joy and abundance in you and this feeling of warmth because you're like wow this person is so amazing how can I get to know them more how can I be inspired by them how can I learn from them so you need to become that type of person that person who's so passionate about their life about their dreams their aspirations that they don't have time to look left and right and prove themselves to other people and try to be chosen they have chosen themselves already and that was enough beautiful souls thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. Feel free to leave a review or DM me any topic suggestions. I hope you feel inspired to claim your power today.